strategies and concepts discussed are for educational purposes only and do not represent specific investment tax or state planning advice. Investing carries an inherent element of risk, and it is possible to lose principal and interest when investing in securities. No strategy can guarantee a profit or prevent against a loss. The views expressed represent the personal opinions of the presenter or featured guests, not necessarily those of USA Financial or its affiliated subsidiaries. Any opinions or forecasting statements are subject to change at any time and without notice. John Cindia is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services are offered through USA Financial Securities Corp., member FINRA SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Life Stages Advisory, Dean and Remington are not affiliated with USA Financial Securities. Welcome to the 16th episode of WTF, Wealth Taxes and Finances. I'm your host, John Cindia, certified public accountant and personal financial specialist. Now, what I'd like to do is talk a little bit about where we're at currently with this coronavirus and everything and um, sort of reflecting, thinking, and looking at various uh, areas of the economy and how they are affecting uh, everybody at this point in time. Um, The main thing, we have to look at where we were prior to this, where we are currently, and when we do start to move out of the current conditions that we're in, What's that going to look like and what should we be doing or be concerned with or seeing what we should change? Um, A a few suggestions that I was thinking about the other day is uh, I was currently looking to uh, refinance uh, my house uh, and mortgage and everything. But by the time I looked at it and the cost of everything, I really wasn't gaining much uh, because I have a pretty low interest rate currently. But for people who are in variable rate loans, I would say secure a fixed interest rate loan and get out of your variable rate loans. Uh, Try and pay down as much credit card debt um, that you can. Get rid of bad stocks that don't have a solid balance sheet or a good dividend history over, you know, several 10, 15, 20 years. Um, And it's not bad to start looking at uh, adding some cash to your investment positions. So by getting rid of uh, poorly performing stocks or uh, weak types of areas in your portfolio, uh, you can sell those and use that to build up some cash positions. Uh, Think about the other thing. In the last five weeks, we had 26 million people unemployed. That's taken it to around 12 to 15%, which is a little over three times the amount of people that were uh, unemployed prior to the coronavirus. Um, when we start looking at uh, that, who is benefiting from uh, the virus, uh, who are getting hurt by the virus, and uh, when we start looking at advantages and disadvantages uh, in, in who are some of the specific people, people who are couch potatoes are in heaven uh, right now because they get to play games and they're helping uh, all of the uh, networking and uh, uh, video game corporations, so they're spiking. Uh, it's driving people who are more active and like to be outside and doing things or hitting the gym, driving them crazy. Uh, I noticed that uh, with myself and my wife, uh, we're saving money because we'd go out a couple nights a week during tax season, maybe even more, because we're getting out late. We just grab a quick sandwich or get a bite, uh, maybe have a drink or something. And uh, we're saving you know, 100, 150 bucks a week. 
So all of a sudden, that's another five, $600 that's in our pocket. And looking at it, we're saying, you know, we really didn't need to be doing that. So I think we're going to be even affected by the uh, some of our bad habits that we've, uh, over time, that we've collected. And we're just looking at doing a lot of different things. Improvements to the house, because if we're going to have to do this for the next 12 to 18 months, we want to enjoy um, our home while we're having to be there. If we can't uh, mix in with other friends or family members or whatever. And uh, the unfortunate thing is that the people who are unemployed in the service businesses like restaurants, hotels, the, the good thing is that they're going to have unemployment benefits. The bad thing is that they're going to have unemployment benefits. The federal side of it, the supplement of $600, could have a lot of people making more unemployed than they were when they were employed in their uh, their past position. And this, I think, is going to prolong some of the recovery that we could be having because people who could otherwise have a job for at least the 16 weeks of the federal supplement probably won't be looking or be motivated to do anything until that's passed. Um, I have Dean in here with me uh, today. Uh, Remington's looking at houses. So yeah, wish him luck. He's looking at what absolutely seventy two houses today or something <laughs> like that. I think he's yeah. going. Him and his girlfriend are going on a whirlwind um, venture there. So anyway, um, Dean and I were talking right before this, and uh, we want to just hit on a, a few of these other uh, subjects that we talked about, like from a credit card. Or uh, Dean had mentioned something in particular about student loans and how there may be some relief from that. And I'll add a little bit to it after that. Dean, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, with my schooling, I got an email that mentioned that they had an emergency grant uh, set forward for people who needed help with uh, what has gone on through this coronavirus uh, pandemic. Basically, you would just fill out a, a simple questionnaire, um, involve some questions like, uh, if your parents lost a job, have you lost a job? Um, are you unable to make payments on your mortgage, unable to make payments on your rent, unable to make your credit card payments, all that type of stuff. They could go through there, fill that out, ask for how much money they would like to receive, and then the school or the institution would then grant them that money. They wouldn't know it back. They wouldn't have interest on it. It would be the same thing as like a grant scholarship. Don't owe money back on it. So those are some things to look into if you're in school, um, maybe your university. If you go to a big university, they're offering something like that. If you have, uh, you know, a need for that money. So on top of that, there is also credit card companies who will be offering some type of relief during this time. Um, I know, for example, one of my retail credit cards that I had, when I went to make a payment, they had asked if I had been affected by coronavirus. I didn't click on it because I have just been still holding my job at this time. So I don't want to take from funds that could be going to people who truly need it. So look into that, give your banks a call, give your credit card companies a call. If you are affected by coronavirus, if you're out of a job right now and you do need money, um, look into all of those things. These, these banks and these credit card companies are looking to help you at this time to help you get through uh, what is going on uh, and make sure that your income stays afloat. So on top of that, John, I did have a question. You had mentioned uh, the unemployment rate was, is it 12%? It's somewhere between 12 and 15%. Yeah. That's a lot. So yeah. is that the highest that the United States has ever seen? Or 
Uh, from some of the statistics that I uh, had been seeing and reading about, even during the Depression, it was up to around uh, uh, 8 to 10 percent. Um, I hadn't dug into that to see or compare, but it, uh, when I was going back several years, uh, it, it's definitely the most people unemployed in the shortest amount of time that we've uh, we've ever seen and it's by far a, a percentage and the amount of people is way more than what was happening during the even at the depression and everything so uh we are in unprecedented you know unprecedented times at this point and i don't think anybody can be faulted any one person can be faulted um i think uh the it's unnecessary from the political environment i think there's thousands of people on Capitol Hill that need to be um, blamed, not one person. Uh, this is a, a huge magnitude um, affecting not only our country, obviously, but uh, the rest of the world. And to just say it's always one person's problem is, is uh, sort of uh, idiotic. Um, I believe the, uh, the government needs to uh, get a hold on this and uh, stop the uh, petty politics and everything. Absolutely. And I, I think there's just uh, everybody that is in politics, it's all their faults for not coming together at this point. And we're here where we are. We need to get out of it. And the only way to do that is to you know, work together, uh, put politics aside for the time being, which could be you know, six months or a year or better, and just to get things done. Uh, the influx uh, they had just passed the other day uh, the second phase, another 400 and some billion dollars to go into the uh, EIDL, which was the original SBA loan, and the PPP, which is the Payroll Protection Program, um, both of which uh, we applied for so we can keep the, uh, our employees um, employed. Um, we've been taking uh, some days off with some of the employees at this point and coming into work. Um, are uh, during tax season here we're down about 20 25 percent and i talked to some of my buddies across the state of ohio and they're seeing the same things and then when i was looking at some of the uh, articles and some of the periodicals that i have professional journals uh, that's not unusual it's about 20 to 25 percent lower um, the people have been staying home so they haven't come in uh, they're going to wait until they're tax returns are due in July. The IRS has also had about 15 to 20% less processing done to date. So it's not just um, the people trying to do this on their own. They're coming in for help, but they're just postponing it because of the, uh, because of the virus and everything. So we think eventually they'll, the clients will be back. We've actually had a couple dozen call in and say that uh, they haven't left the house in four or five weeks, but uh, they plan on coming in and we have a drop box we have a mail stuff in they don't have to come here um, I think I've only met with maybe two or three clients this tax season and that was prior to any of the lockdowns and everything so um, we've got a pretty uh, efficient process that we're going through and uh, it's really not um, it it's not affecting how we do business it's affecting the business that we can do because the people aren't coming in yet Right, yeah. From that standpoint. But uh, I think part of the other thing is uh, the full uh, blow of the unemployment hasn't hit um, 
it's been too soon to look at all of the income figures and how the economy is uh, doing. But we've got the uh, unemployment. Uh, we just had the first week or so of earnings for um, corporations coming out. And for the most part, they're down anywhere from 10 to 25% or more. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more of that. And we'll probably, like I said in, the, in a previous episode here, uh, be testing the, um, the lows that we hit um, on March 23rd. So there again, all of the information we've been talking about is trying to, um, from previous episodes and today, is to try and get your financial life secured, start looking at every aspect of it, if you can uh, review your insurance policies, um, maybe there are some uh, items on there that you can either uh, go and have a comparative review off of that, see if you can save some money on whether it's your home, your auto, uh, whether it's any of your, um, your corporate or your business policies, see where you can save money there. Um, we had cut out a lot of the TV cable, and we saved uh, over 100 and some dollars a month just on that. So we have the internet, but we're doing uh, Hulu and Netflix and things like that. I think everybody else is doing too. Yeah, I think you got to look at some of the things, like you had mentioned that you and your wife aren't going out to eat as much, so you're saving money in that aspect. So I know like some people are probably looking at that and saying, okay, I'm not spending so much money going out to eat. Now I can buy a bunch of packages off of Amazon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think on top of, you know, the the hard times that we're in, you should also look at some of the things that you're spending money on that aren't really so important. Do you need to have Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, Apple TV? No, you don't. Exactly. So if you're going to watch content, you know, pick what fits best for you. Um I know Amazon Prime has a lot of content that I watch. Netflix would have a lot of content that I would watch. Those are the only two that I have. I don't have mm -hmm. Hulu or any of the other ones. So I think people should take a look at some of the subscriptions that they're in that they just, you know, oh, it's only $9.99 a month. Just let it come out. Take a look at some of those subscriptions that you use uh, on a monthly basis and try to cut some of them out because chances are you really don't truly need all those. Do you need Sirius XM radio right now? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> are you, You're not driving around, so... Yeah, there's definitely some of those subscriptions that you can take a look at to possibly get another 20, 30 to 40 bucks in your pocket each month. And, you know, that adds up over the course of a year or so. Yeah. And with with all the um, the other things going on, um, you're you're not doing as much. You're not going out. You might be staying at home and now you have a chance to review your monthly expenses. And I think this would be a good time to trim things into budget. Uh if you have uh, not been laid off or lost your job, um, I would look at different ways to solidify and secure your position, if you can do that, and then look at uh, cutting the expenses. If, on the other hand, you have lost your job, there are numerous different ways uh, within the unemployment, uh, even though it's taking longer than normal, to process millions and millions of these claims. Um, if you had uh, been working for two or three weeks on trying to get money and it hasn't come, they said that they are going to be paying up to the time 
they'll be reimbursing you so you may get a, a large check so if it took five weeks you're going to get a check for the past five weeks they're not going to ignore when you originally uh, started your um, your hunt for the unemployment uh, benefits so uh, once you end up getting into that um, I, I think it's a s situation that you need to do everything you can uh, call call your banks call your credit card companies uh, call the insurance companies uh, the mortgage companies anything you have everybody is looking to try and help you out whether it's reducing interest rates deferring a payment putting it on the back end of your loan not just saying we're going to um, you know forgive the loan process or the payments for three months but then have you have you uh, make it up in the fourth month with uh, the um, the back payments that you had um, had missed um, so you need to have that deferred to the back of the loan so there's a lot of different things going on right now. Um, everybody's uh, being stressed out. We try and take one day at a time, take a deep breath, try not to uh, get caught up in the, the emotional aspects, uh, stop listening to the TV set, uh, don't listen to the people, <laughs> don't listen to the news, don't watch the TV. It'll drive you absolutely bonkers. So you need to just get back to... Um, some better habits, uh, whether it's eating or trying to exercise or reading or doing something on your own, getting back to basics and seeing exactly, you know, what you can do from a, either a health perspective or a mental health perspective, I think, even at that point. You know? Yeah. But, uh, Dean, you have anything else to uh, add from your perspective as a, a young guy out there and yeah, experiencing I mean, this something like this for the first time. I mean, yeah, it's it's certainly strange for. I think this is the first time for a lot of people. You know, um, kind of being in the in the lockdown kind of mode and having to to mind your own. You know, when you do go out in public and you do go to the store, um, you know, like you've been hearing, you know, continue washing your hands and and staying as clean and healthy as you possibly can. Um, more on the financial side of things, John, you had touched on uh, reaching out to your banks. What do you think right now your banks could do for you if you do reach out to them? It's it's not unprecedented for them to say, look, if if you have an issue right now with the finances, um, the banks in December's past would end up foregoing your mortgage payment or your car payment and save you a month. You didn't even have to pay the interest. They just charge you extra interest, and you sort of skipped a, a month. Um, that was in better times. In, in times like these, I think it would be even uh, more of a possibility to have that happen again and to talk to them um, because they want to keep you as a client. They, they need the money. But rather than you going and having to default, I think they would rather work with you and put that, uh, just extend that loan a little bit or maybe give you, uh, be able to defer that payment, postpone the payment, or um, just place the payment at the back end of that loan and make it, if you've got 20 months left, well, defer it for three months, you'll still have 20 months, but maybe a little bit more interest on it or something. They may even uh, assist you with the interest or something. Um, I would just uh, attempt calling, and you don't know until 
you know, you ask. Yeah, the answer is always no until you ask. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've, I've asked some crazy things in my time. And, uh, you know, when things were hard years ago, um, I had asked uh, three different uh, credit card companies to help me out on the on the interest rates. And they said, oh, it was at 28%. And they said, well, we can knock off 2%. I said, no, you're not listening to me. <laughs> I'm talking no interest. And after uh, a few um, colorful words and languages after that, they finally came to agree that it was going to be in their best interest to keep me as a client. But we went to zero interest on some things. Um, so that's a, another story, but, uh, it can happen. You just have to be adamant about it. And if your back's against the wall, you get desperate, you're going to, yeah, you're going to, you're going to do things. Yeah. You need to do things for yourself and your family that, uh, you probably wouldn't normally do. So, but, uh, there again, I want to thank, uh, Dean for coming in today and, uh, for everybody out there listening, I hope these are helping, please. Like I said, uh, feel free to, uh, reply to our podcast uh, email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, any topic, uh, any content, anything you want to hear, um, more about uh, if, if you like the group sessions with uh, Remington and Dean, uh, if you'd like us to get some other people in here to interview, if you're getting tired of listening to me, uh, anything. It's all feedback. It's all positive, And uh, we just enjoy you listening. So, Until next time, thank you very much. Talk to you soon.